Welcome to the Fitness Ethos Podcast. I'm John McNeil, and I use my knowledge of fitness, psychology, philosophy, and mindset to help you achieve your fitness goals. Join me each weekday as I discuss a new topic related to achieving the appropriate health and fitness mindset. Hey guys, welcome back to the podcast. I'm John McNeil, and... Today, I want to talk about a few questions that you can ask yourself to help guide you on your health and fitness journey. So I got these uh, from a combination of people. Uh, One of my favorite authors, Ryan Holiday, who talks a lot about stoicism. And then also a couple of these were from Rob Dial, who's a host of Mindset Mentor podcast, which one of my favorite podcasts. I definitely recommend you guys check that out. Um, As well as any of Ryan Holiday's stuff. Fantastic work. Um, But... I wanted to go over these and I think it's important that you take some time and at least think these through and get an idea of how these are impacting you and how they may be impacting your overall health and fitness or just overall mental health, whatever that may be. So I got four of them for you. And uh, the first one here is who am I spending time with? So we are the sum of the people we hang out with. The, the, I think it's five is what's commonly cited. So think about the five people you hang out with the most. Are you significantly different from any of them? The answer is probably not. You, you probably have similar hobbies, similar activities, similar habits. You know, you're, one of them's probably not a billionaire while one of you is living in a cardboard box. You know, it's an extreme example, but you're probably all along the same area. You know, if you're hanging out with a bunch of people who are in health and fitness, you're probably not going to be that fat guy. So, you know, look who you're hanging out with. If the only people you hang out with go out to eat fried chicken every day of the week, and that's the only time you guys enjoy doing anything, it may be time to look into finding some additional friends. If they're, you know, it could be someone who you go on walks with or someone you go to the gym with. But start looking for those people with similar goals as you. You know, I'm not saying to leave all your friends behind because they don't want to follow you on your health and fitness journey. But they will certainly understand if they're your true friend that you making a conscious decision to improve your health is important for you. And they should respect that. So if they don't want to be your friend anymore because you don't want to eat poorly with them anymore. That's really them just not wanting to change themselves and they see you changing and then it makes them feel bad about themselves. So really think about who you're spending time with. Try to find places where you can find like-minded individuals. Now I'm not huge on group fitness classes because they're not personalized for you. And uh, often they just tell you to go as hard as you can. But if this is how you can make friends that are into health and fitness, then I strongly encourage you to do that. If there are places in the community where you can find friends who like going on walks or runs, or if you join a, you know, a a community softball league, whatever the case is, find people who enjoy doing activities in their spare time and being healthy. That will start to rub off on you. It's a lot easier to be healthy if your friends go out for salads instead of fried chicken. And again, these are just broad examples, but Look who you're hanging out with and look how that's impacting your goals. So the next one is, is this something that I have control over? So 
while you're on your health and fitness journey, there's a lot of things that can go wrong. Um, whether it's, you know, you're, you're not hitting your macros, not being able to go to the gym, doing stuff like that. And it's important to think if it's in your control or not. If you're at your kid's soccer game and you're supposed to be at the gym, but the game goes into overtime and your daughter scores the winning goal, but all you're thinking about is, wow, I'm missing my workout. I'm fat. I'm the worst kind of person. Like, you don't have control over that. Like, think of the bigger picture here is that you're there with your family. Your daughter scored a winning goal. This is a memory you can savor for your lifetime. But if you're not mentally there, then you're, you're missing out. So the point here is start thinking of if this is in your control. If you're at a birthday party, there's probably going to be fucking cake there. So don't act surprised if someone brings out a cake and like, no, I can't have that. I need to leave. Understand that, you know, you're probably going to have some cake that day, but that's not an excuse to go home and eat more cake and to eat cake every day that week. So learning that, you know, you may not always have control over your diet. Some days you may be super busy and you may just have to get some fast food to eat, but don't let it derail you. Don't let it stress you out. You being stressed out about it is probably more unhealthy than the actual consumption of the food as long as you continue your healthy habits after that so really start to think is this something i have control over like if your wife has to stay late for work and you have to pick up your kids from soccer whatever the case is you know some of this stuff it's not worth your time stressing out about and really you're just going to stress yourself out too much and, and stop you from moving forward if you don't focus on things within your control you know Health and fitness is supposed to fit into your lifestyle. And if you expect to hit 2,000 calories a day with X amount of carbs, X amount of fat, and X amount of protein, and you don't live in a bubble, I mean, you're going to run into things. So learn that not everything is within your control and just continue healthy habits on a consistent trend. And that's where you really will see the most impact on a long term. And I've talked about this on my previous episode, I'm talking about the gap, but start thinking about what does your ideal day look like? Excuse me. So I use the example of I've always wanted a dog and I always imagine myself getting up early and going on a walk with my dog. So we got a few things there. One, I don't have a dog. So that's part of the problem. I can't go walking a dog I don't have, but there's a whole nother part of that, which I can control and is part of my ideal day that I can start to work on and start to implement into my daily life. And that's getting up early. So I consistently get up at 5.30 now. I have a morning routine. Obviously, it'll change if and when I do get a dog. But I'm starting to put that in place. I'm going, getting up, and I'm getting out and getting some activity. Doing that will set my day up for success when I actually have that dog. Uh, you know, part of it is I want to be able to lift weights well into, you know, well into my life. So that means I need to control my ego and be able to scale back when I need to. If I imagine myself at 40 or 50 still lifting weights in my home gym, I probably need to make sure that I am stable enough. I have enough mobility. I'm not doing anything that would hurt myself in the long term and make me turn into someone like Ronnie Coleman. For those of you who don't know, he was one of the top bodybuilders in the world for, I mean, probably almost a decade. I mean, his physique is insane. But the impact that has on his life now, I mean, he's had so many spinal fusions and just 
knee surgery, like all sorts of surgeries. I mean, this dude's still pretty strong, but he's, you know, he can't get under the bar anymore. He can't lift weights. And that's not something I want in my future. So that's where, again, start thinking about what your ideal day looks like. Does that mean you come home from work and make lunch with your family? Like start finding ways to implement that. Start finding ways to make your ideal day reality. Like I said, you may not have control over all of them. I don't have a dog yet, but I can still get up early and walk myself. That way, once I have a dog, it's just a simple addition there. So what does my ideal day look like? Start thinking about that. And lastly, this one I, I think is pretty important in terms of framing. And it, and it does go a little bit into the what does my ideal day look like question. But start asking yourself, will this be important to me in five years? So often we're, we're very short-sighted, especially when it comes to health and fitness. So again, I gave the example of, is this something you control? Like eating cake at a birthday party. If Or, or the, the example of, you know, your, your daughter scoring her so or the goal in the soccer game. Five years from now, are you going to regret that you missed the workout or would you regret that you weren't present to watch your daughter score that winning goal? Or, you know, I really want ice cream right now, but will this be important to me in five years? Like just me sitting at home craving ice cream on a Saturday night. Like I know it's really important to me right now because that's all I can think about and I'm craving the ice cream, but trying to space that out five years and say, okay, well, five years from now, Am I going to think back to whatever the date is today, December 12th, 2021, and be like, shit, I really wish I got that ice cream. Unless all of a sudden Ben and Jerry's goes out of business tomorrow, that's the only reason I could potentially think of for regretting that. So try to take a longer picture approach when you're making uh, some of these like split second decisions of, you know, oh, there's going to be cake at this party. I don't want to eat cake. It's like, okay, it's your daughter's fucking birthday, dude. Eat the cake and enjoy it and take some pictures and then go exercise like you normally would the next day. One thing that people seem to forget is that it takes 3,500 calories to make a pound. And you need to eat a lot of cake to have 3,500 calories. So realistically, the few slices of cake you eat, yeah, they're going to add a little bit of fat to your body. But not enough for you to notice it. And again, this health and fitness is about long-term thinking. It's about consistent progress forward. I still eat unhealthy. I still have a little bit of fat on my body, but I have been consistently losing weight and staying healthy. And it's something that I will be able to keep up as long as my mental health stays up. That's one thing that you start to notice is as you are as healthy as your mind is. So that's a completely different topic that I can go into, but start to understand, will this be important in five years? Start thinking about that and it will help you reframe some of the decisions you make in the split second. So that's all I have for today. Just to reiterate, the four questions I had were, who am I spending time with? Is this something I have control over? What does my ideal day look like? And will this be important to me in five years? So that's all I have for you guys today. Until next time, I'm John McNeil. Feel free to drop any comments or questions below. And I hope you guys have a fantastic rest of your day.